Hello, everyone. I'm your. Uh, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, uh, Apollo. Uh, Along with his co host, Jordan. Hello. And uh, we have two special guests here, uh, one of which is a returning guest, uh, Mr. Scott. Hello, hello, people of the internet. Uh, we also have uh, another returning guest from a couple seasons ago, um, Karaj. Yeah, hey, hey guys, it's been it's been a minute. It has, it been, has been. been. It's been a long. On anything really? I mean, well, he was part of that like one video a little bit like what, two weeks ago, where like Chris was fat shaming him, but that's that's its own little <laughs> thing. Um, Wait, that was on the channel? I thought it was only on TikTok. No. No, it's you on the channel. I saw it. Commented on it, Chief. Oh. You said you were disliking it just because I had you muted. And yeah, so the thing is, I had COVID, and I got some really good painkillers from the hospital. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. nice. Um. <laughs> so anyway, we watched uh, the last episode of Falcon the Winter Soldier. So glad that we uh, spent this whole season uh, re- like reviewing it and all that and uh, I just want to point, like, want to give kudos to Scott that he called literally a lot of things that had to do with John Walker from the very beginning, um, talking about the U.S. agent and his comic origins and all that type of stuff. Um, which was kind of weird about how John Walker was in this sh- in this in this uh, episode, where he was kind of like he wasn't really a hero. He was he being was an anti-hero, kind of. I wouldn't say anti Yeah, kind of. He, he definitely wasn't a villain, you know? It was just like, I wanted them to fight mm-hmm. him. <laughs> like, I wanted there to be like, oh, well, Carly's about to die. How about we have Falcon and uh, uh, John, like, fight again and, um, you know, show that Super Serum isn't all that's, like, it's hyped up to be. Have, like, some normal man with a yeah. vibranium shield beat down a super soldier with the shield that he made out, out of literally my car parts. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, it was, you know, it, it was a good episode nonetheless, but it wasn't what I expected it to be. Yeah, I was expecting them to fight, honestly, but on on the other hand, it was really nice to see John Walker um, actually helping people out of the goodness of his heart rather than, you know, uh, decapitating I totally agree. Street. Which you were here for Garage, and I'm sure you don't listen to the podcast, but um, I had said the last what two two podcasts ago that I didn't like the way that he snapped. Oh yeah, um, yeah. That it was just like anyone would like get like that in a situation where your best friend dies in front of you. You know. See, I feel like you know if we if we go back to the first Captain America movie and we and we um. I can't remember his name for the life of me right now. And we remember what the doctor said is like, you know, what's good about you will become great, but what's bad about you yes. will become even yeah. more exaggerated. And I think that John Walker was like, maybe he was already an emotional person or someone who was very, um, very uh, prone to anger or resorting to violence. And maybe the super soldier serum, especially because he just got it and he was feeling like jacked probably. You know, right. I, I I wouldn't know what it felt like. Super but... Soldier Serum is literally just bullshit testosterone. It's literally just like <laughs> roid rage. It's literally yeah. just ra- uh, roids. So you know, <laughs> I I I'm not surprised like, that it happened, yeah. given that you know he oh, I, we've been yeah sorry go on go on we showed that how he has his outbursts even before, and how he's just so quick to reach for his gun and start shooting. Oh yeah. I, yeah, see, like, I wasn't surprised, and I don't think anyone was. It was just, I just, I just didn't like the way that he snapped. But to go further on your other point, it was, uh, it was also supported by something that Lamar said, uh, rest in peace, uh, Big Chief, um, was, um, you know, Walker was talking to him, he's like, would you take the super soldier serum? He said, yeah, he's like, you not worried about how it would change you. He's like, well, it really wouldn't change you. It just makes you of like more of who you are. See, and he named Captain America, like the actual Captain America we know and love, Steve Rogers. And I was like, well, Steve Rogers was a war hero. So when he had Super Soldier Serum, beca- he became more of a war hero. And then you, or just he, a superhero. He named, well, yeah, go ahead. Just steal my thunder. Um, 
Anyway, and then he named uh, Carly, who was a terrorist. It's like, oh, well, here's Carly. She's a terrorist. The Super Soldier Serum sees even more of a terrorist. But she's so a super terrorist. <laughs> super terrorist. So, basically what Lamar <laughs> said was that the Super Soldier Serum doesn't change you. It just makes you more of who you are. So, if you're a good person, you're going to be amazing. And if you're a bad person, you're going to be an a-hole. That's how it is. Um... But yeah, anyway, going back to this actual episode, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Such a good episode. Uh, it was a very good episode. Um, the first scene, which, unexpected to me, I thought he wasn't going to get his wings back. We see him flying through the air, and he's got his wings back. But... You know that you know they're they're in this building and kind of evacuating everyone, and we see Falcon just come out of nowhere through the window, and then you see his suit in the comics, like a oh, I great. Was so happy when I saw it, it, that. It's exactly how it is depicted in the comics. It it looks so good. It's perfect. Um, yeah. I I fangirled a little bit. You know, not going to say how much, but. It was pretty amazing when I saw that. I was like, dude, I knew they were going to do it, but I didn't think they were going to do it to the T, you know? So I was pretty happy about that. That was really good. I know, so, Scott, you were freaking out over it. I was, because I was waiting for them to reveal it, because it's such a cool costume, because it's the perfect blend of both Falcon and um, Captain America. Right. So I love it. So I, I was wanted to discuss this while we were talking about this suit. Um, and I actually saw it last week because someone leaked what the toy looked like. Um, because, you know, these kind of things are made to sell toys. I think we all know that. Right. But That's literally the downfall of Spider-Man 3, but go on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was thinking about it. You know, the, 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 the suit is made out of, presumably, I guess the wings and the shield, obviously, are made out of, you know, the Wakandan vibranium. And what I'm right. thinking about is they were able to make you know, um, our guy, Black Panther, again, rest in peace, uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, they were able to make Black Panther completely bulletproof. And one of my biggest problems I've had with, you know, Captain America is that, you know, he can bicep curl a helicopter and he can, you know, <laughs> punch Nazis to the moon, but he's not bulletproof. And I think they kind of missed their chance to show that, hey, we solved that massive problem with Captain America to where, you know, he can just he can just get shot now and, and shrug it off and you know but below his shoulders though you know but you get you get the point. I really wish that I do. I don't. This the suit might be bulletproof. He just hasn't gotten shot yet. Right. I Maybe would the like the wings are definitely bulletproof. I mean, and I'm sure he can do that shield thing with his wings as well to cover his back. But I mean, you know. Actually, that's not what I meant to say. I meant maybe they're actually vibranium, and so, you know they can't get ripped off this time. Maybe. I oh know. yeah, the wings are definitely oh, vibranium. I don't yeah. know why they Wakanda would give them. You know, I, I think that was kind of implied when when Bucky said, "Hey, it's from Wakanda." That's kind of an indicator that something, the weapon or whatever, is going to be uh, pretty more or less indestructible, unless Thanos just you know. Besides, he doesn't like you very much. Comes back from the dead, just like rips him a new one. The random sword that broke the only thing that broke the shield. Yeah, I I, that was really weird. I didn't like that. I don't remember seeing him wield a sword at any point in the comics, so I'm like, why would they bring a sword? It was more of a okay, so here's my thing is that I (coughs) Thanos Copter. No, don't bring that. <laughs> I listened to the actual, um, what was the word? Uh, the director's commentary of Infinity War. And, I, and listening to it, I knew that Thanos, for the most part, would keep all of his armor and his weapons in um, Endgame. Was that in Infinity War, for the very beginning, he stripped all of his armor to like kind of like humanize him a little bit. Like, he wasn't a hero of the story, but you could understand where he was coming from. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't remember what the full description of what the uh, directors had said. So, by listening to that, I knew from the very get go that in Endgame, where he was going to lose, and that he was going to um, be like not not disputable or whatever the word is, uh, the bad guy. Uh, he was going to keep his armor until it was like mm. actually like broke it off of him. So like the double like the double sword mm. that he had just added to the cinematography, 
of that this guy is like uh freaking the Genghis Khan of the universe like he is just bloodthirsty he wants to kill you and your family and I think you know. oh sorry. sorry I think he on. I think he um one of the reasons that he might have lost his not lost his armor but you know took it off was like he was like you know what I have the power stone I don't need this anymore I'm already the yeah. strongest being in the universe yeah, he's just like you know man I don't even need this yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not disputing that at all. It was. It was definitely like an overconfident. Like, oh, I literally have like two of the six most powerful objects. Wait, was it six? Sorry. Yeah, it was six. Sorry. Yeah, six. Um, six of the most powerful objects in the universe. I'm good. I don't really need all this. This is kind of heavy. I don't. I, I don't feel like carrying it around anymore. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I was going to say, that kind of reminds me, uh, we were all talking about how you kind of was like, uh, Courage, you were like, you know, kind of doesn't need it. Um, and it, it does kind of pertain to his uh, character, his personality, because I remember in um, Secret Wars, Doom was talking to Thanos, and Doom was like, uh, I'm actually going to quote it. He was like, and do you have an infinite gauntlet now? And then Thanos was like, I do not yet. I remain Thanos, the great tyrant. And for you, that will be enough. So that I feel like that kind of goes along with his personality a little bit. Like he's like that confident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you know that Doctor Doom one time like one hit killed Thanos? Oh yeah, I'm actually looking at it right now. I see. Yeah, that's crazy. Fine. That's because he only had the power of the Beyonder, though. That is literally the only reason why. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even if it happens once, it's still kind of valid because it okay, happened. Really? Because squirrel, 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 yeah. That squirrel girl, canon, literally. You can change my mind about that. No, no, no. Girl, I'm like so excited about that. She literally killed Thanos with a million squirrels. Yeah, one hundred percent. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Yeah, yeah. Scott's got the point. Thanks. Scott. Yeah, Scott. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it was a great episode. There was definitely a lot of political meaning behind it. Oh, definitely. there definitely was. He gave like a cap level speech at the end of the he movie. He did. I think he was talking about he was final. He so Carly gets shot. You know um, by the power broker. By the power broker, we got and spoilers. Gotta... Sharon Carter. A double agent. Now, there's a couple of theories. I talked to Jordan about this, fellows, before um, I told you. But a fellow YouTuber I love, he had this theory that Sharon Carter is a alien and is going to be part of a scroll scroll. and is part of the secret invasion. Oh. And that, like, she's, she's, like, manipulating the Earth. So it's ready for them to come, or their government, more or less, mm-hmm. to or the government, like exactly, all over again. Yep, where Venom yeah. was first introduced, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh, it would be Secret Wars. It, I, I don't know. It, it might be more like Secret Invasion, if that anything. Was, I don't know. That was literally no Secret Wars. You, you I know what Secret Wars is. Okay, I was gonna say like that's literally the same thing we're talking about. Is like an alien invasion where they were like. No, 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 Secret Wars and Secret Invasion are totally different. Secret Wars was literally the Beyonder decided to play a game with two different realities, Earth 616 and a different Earth, and decided to let them battle it out. There was Secret Wars, um, I think it was Battlegrounds, and then Secret Wars, um, there's like three different versions, but they're all like, you have to like read them in order, I can't remember which one it was, which one it was, um, but that's what that is. Secret Invasion, um, I only read like a, a little part of it from Black Panther Volume 4, where they invade Wakanda. And um, that's when I, when we were watching Infinity War, when the ships decided to invade Wakanda and, you know, those mutts uh, came out. That's kind of like what really triggered me. I was like, wait, this is literally a secret invasion kind of thing. So literally they invaded Wakanda, but... Obviously, Wakanda sent them in body bags, but um, that's what that is. Yeah, but Tristan is right about the black suit coming in at, with Secret Wars. No, he's not right about that. Yeah, I black can't believe they did that, which I thought that was a great um, 
With Sharon, I can't believe they pulled that plot twist. So that was excellent. I remember, Scott, tell tell them what you told me, what your theory was. You said it was going to be someone else. About the power broker? About the yeah. scrolls who... No, the power broker who you thought it was. Oh, yes. So I originally thought the power broker was going to be Kingpin. Makes sense. And uh, and because and because they're in New York, and that would also be able they open up the gates to Daredevil and the whole Defenders of New York, you know, Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and all of them. It would be a nice way to bring in the um, MCU of the Netflix. If you even bring in Punisher, you could also do it. You could also do it with Spider-Man, or as Jordan and I were talking earlier, with She-Hulk, because she's a superhero lawyer, and so is um, Daredevil. All right, Kiraj, go ahead. I was thinking about the character of the Power Broker, and I'm sure, I mean, Scott, you read comics, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I mean, I guess, I guess he's kind of an obscure character that not everyone would know about, but I was thinking that the Power Broker would actually be like the Power Broker from the comics, where you pretty much just pay him, and he gives you powers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's more, um, originally, from what I saw in the, um, with John Walker's origin story, he was just, like, exactly what you said. He was just, like, this guy who gave, who gave out the superhero serum, and, like, they would, like, try to become, like, superheroes or wrestlers or something like that. In this, it's more like a mafia-type ordeal where, like, he's in control of it, he's, like the the main guy he's like the godfather of the superhero ser- the serum because I, I should say she and in the comics he's like this huge in some versions he's like this guy like this robotic suit in other versions he looks like a purple version of blonde vision so it's it's, it's crazy how different each version of it is of him and how the power broker is yeah yeah um i had i had a bit of a uh, question I wanted to ask you guys generally about the Super Soldier Serum and how that kind of works, uh, if if we have time. Yeah, we have plenty of time. Oh, yeah. So what's up? Okay. Yeah. So I had a. So for me, I think power scaling in the MCU is kind of whack. More whack than Star Wars, even. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, you tell, Garage. Do you tell. So, before I get crucified here, let me let me defend myself. Um, so, and I, I know that the theorems are different and whatnot and all sorts of stuff, but does anyone else feel like John Walker was not nearly as strong as he should have been? You mean after taking the serum? After the serum. Because oh, I agree with it, that. I think about it. Steve Rogers was a skinny guy. He was a, he was a tiny, sickly guy before the serum, and then he got oh. the serum... John Walker was then, a well, and then he has now. these powers. Right. Right. Scott, you were saying? To that point where you're saying this is not the same serum. I know that's gonna sound yeah, a little definitely. um but I don't think and they kind of explained this earlier on that this is a more condensed version. This is not and unfortunately they don't really talk about this a lot, it's more in passing. But to your point, they should have made him a little bit stronger. I totally agree with that. But at the same time, though, it's a more condensed version, so it takes a more unstated, like a un hidden effect. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I like I, I meant in the sense that like John Walker was already in peak physical condition, and then they say when they introduce him as Captain America, you know, the MIT mm-hmm. study where he was like he was unmatched in in strength and speed and endurance and whatever. I feel like. He should have put up more of a fight against absolutely, and, and he Sam. was untrained, if 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 I may, because I it, you know you have Cap, you know you know around the forties, you know he had the Super Soldier Serum, he was strong, you know he could fight, but then Shield came about years later, he joined them, he was officially trained by trained people that really know how to fight, you know, so you know watching him fight and then watching. John Walker fight is like watching your kid play in the playground, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, John Walker was already, an, like, he had three medals of honor, that all that, you know. He was a trained soldier already. He was, it's not like he was just some random guy off the street in Brooklyn, you know? Absolutely. Right. I mean, all respect to Cap, obviously. Steve Rogers was, you know, still my favorite adventure. But, um, and, I still, I still feel like John Walker. Um, you know, obviously, 
I don't like him as a person, but you know, dang, they did a good job writing the character. They definitely did. They oh, did. They really made him emotional, like he yeah comics too. Well, and you really good thing too. And he was really sympathized with him too. Like he lost his best friend. This man has seen real world combat, for God's sakes. And you understand why he snaps, like Tristan said. So, yeah, I do feel though. I feel like that that part where he discusses how he got his medals of honor with with uh, with Lamar. It does kind of insinuate that he did commit war crimes. Absolutely, uh, he's like <laughs> just a little. Yeah, bit. there's definitely something there. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, you know, he's not. He's not suggestions and whatnot. <laughs> he's... Um, I I was gonna say, then next we see, um, we were talking about how he was basically giving the U.S. government a total cap speech because Carly had died, and that's not what Sam wanted. Um, but it's what he got. You know, he he wanted to be able to save her, but then Carly died in his arms, and he's carrying her. And then he drops her off. The you know ambulance take him away or take her away. And then there he's just left with all these senators, and they're congratulating him. And he's just like, "You realize what just happened?" And I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to knock some sense into their heads about this whole vote. I can't remember what the vote was. It was like it was to move the um, the refugees. refugees to like camps where with military soldiers forcing. It's essentially the Trail of Tears, but with multiple people. That's a good comparison, Scott. Thank you. And essentially, he actually does stop it. They they say in a, another line in passing. Oh yeah, you hear about the um, they stop the vote. He's like, oh, yeah. Right. I like how people then were calling him Cap. Also, I love the scene where uh, where he saved those two police officers. From that was one. The helicopter. He did a hero landing with the police officer and shielded themselves from the helicopter and it just bounced off of his wings and his shield. And then everyone knew that he is the new Captain America. They were yeah, like, I love that. I love the, the one when he saved in the truck, the black guy's like, yeah, that's my Captain America or something like that. I don't know like, what so he that's said. That black Falcon. <laughs> and he was like, yo, that ain't no Falcon. That's Captain America. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think as far as representation goes, um, they still do have a long way to go. But I think, at least for for the African American community, it must be really cool to see a Captain America. You know, for for kids, it's like looking at Steve Rogers. It's kind of like you know, you can't really put yourself in his shoes if you're not essentially white. You know, right? right. Um, and I feel like it's this huge step, a huge leap forward. Even uh, I agree with for, that for uh, kids of other races to have uh you know a character like captain america where they can put themselves in their shoes and be like you know obviously disney's going to capitalize on this and sell costumes but they're going to do that no matter what <laughs> it's, it's real jonathan but you, you you know you can't do anything about that but i think it is pretty cool how how they're expanding and i think they're going to make a miss marvel movie and if they no, do the yeah. Marvel show, actually, which is unfortunate, but it's it is a um, oh, shoot. What is she? I think she's an Afghan girl. Yeah, she's. I know she's, she's Muslim. She is Muslim. Yeah, I mean, she's existed in the comics for years, but like the fact that they're now oh, yeah. the screen is also showing that they care about diversity. You know, so it, it's cool. It, it works, and and plus well, they're awesome. and plus they're not doing it for the fans so much as also trying to keep their timeline going. You're not, you know, they're not, mm -hmm. what's the word, falling into peer pressure by the public, you know? I don't know. You, what, do you, what, what do you think? Oh, sorry, I was just trying to... <laughs> 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 I mean, we're going to forget about what you said. Um, did everyone have, like, a favorite part? Oh, man. Ooh. Someone else can go. 
Scott. When they reveal U.S. agent's real suit, oh, I yes. screamed oh, with joy when I so saw that. Good. I don't care oh, if I, I waked up my whole house full of people. I, I was like, heck yeah. Um, Let's go. I was so happy because they US do it right. <laughs> I was just so happy because it's like, I've been waiting for this. Now, he doesn't get a shield yet, but he does have a pistol, which he is true of his character in the comic. So yeah, I was just so happy when they can, can the shield and the oh, sorry that was gonna be a dumb comment. Go on. Go ahead. No, tell us. So can the shield be infused with a pistol? Just <laughs> get like a pistol that's like bolted into the shield. I mean, there he was a shield in the basement. You know, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Okay. To what Tristan said, this is actually something really cool. This is completely in another oh comic God, book universe. Tell me something about a shield gun. I'm going. Oh man. No. Come on. So what happens is Batman t finds the gun that killed his parents, melts oh, it I down, and makes it into his new bat symbol. Yes, I know this. <laughs> Isn't so that? The, and that's what made me think of it. So thank you, Tristan, for reminding me of that. Or maybe. I would like to see another Home Depot ad style uh, montage of him just welding his gun to the shield. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we yes, let's go. Can we, can we call our editor and make that? Oh, wait. That's right. I'm the editor. <laughs> oh, I'll send you 10 bucks. Just you get it in there. Yeah. Oh, just I'll send Tristan money I on, on ironically. I will just literally make another Venmo account just to send myself some money. I will send you fifty Dogecoin. All right, I big man. I can't do anything he's trying to coin. he's trying to give them out. No, if you have a wallet, like a Dogecoin wallet app, I can just send it over to you. you got, Tristan, we gotta put ourselves on the stock market. You guys want to invest in Chaotic Corp? You get nothing out of it. Just saying. What's gonna be the stock sign? Just dense. <laughs> oh no! Not the dense. Not the dense word. That's solid. Solid. Just it'll be solid. Tristan. Tristan, real quick, what was your favorite scene? What was my favorite scene? That's the real question here. Do you want me to go while you figure it out? Oh, Wait, did Crush? Did you get, did you say your favorite scene? Crush? Uh, not yet. I'm have to still think. You guys go first. Okay, uh, Scott, you said yours was U.S. Agent. Mine was probably the end yes. when they're all having the party. And oh, that was you fun. get this like feel good music and vibe from it, and you're just like you know that everything's in like a better situation. When you and feel absolutely good, are you referring to the hit song by the Gorillas. Oh, oh God. Tristan, what? Keep yourself in check. No, that's not. What I'm Keep myself in check. I wasn't anything bad. They're literally called the Gorillas. You freaking dense idiot. What do you? What? Man, Hold on. Yeah. We're gonna have to edit this out in post, big no, man. No, we don't. Because it's literally the band name. <laughs> I know it's the band name. Yeah, yeah. But it was a dumb joke, Tristan. That's it's the not, point. It's not a joke. I was just asking a question. Why would you talk about the gorillas right now? Huh? He's listening to the gorillas on the side. All right, all right, big man. Good, good talk. Did song feel good, Inc? Yeah, I know what what song that is. The point is, why would Jordan? Why would he be talking about the gorillas when we're talking about a TV show that didn't even have a single song by the gorillas? I can't even speak of my own freaking podcast. All right, cool. Go ahead, go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, it is that. No, I'm done. No, 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 no. I want you to keep on going because apparently I can't. I want you to tell me what your favorite scene was. I can't because apparently it's going to be a dumb joke that's not needed on the podcast. All right, Vic. All right, Vic. Pack it up. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right that I'm playing Vic right now, all right? All right. I just asked a simple question. Y'all are being like, yo, why is that relevant? Come on, man. All right, you dress up like a bat and go beat up mentally ill people now. All right, Bat Jeff. He does do that at his job right now. He'll beat someone with the pots. I hope nobody finds out that I'm stalling because I can't think of what my favorite scene is. <laughs> Anyways, that was a good episode. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming to watch. Hold up, we're not closing just yet. That was a joke. Treat the joke. I tell you what, though, I did love seeing. Um, That's the problem. I'm sorry. The dude. Falcons <laughs> super revealed. But, but the problem is, the problem is, no one like people like when I say something serious, people think it's a dumb joke. When Jordan says something that's like a joke, people think that it's serious. That's, that's it. That is problem. the problem, actually. That is the problem. 
Because Jordan is dumb, so we just, like, expect that from him. Thanks, bud. <laughs> um. <laughs> <sighs> Alright, if you hear him say pineapple, just means that I'm, all, I'm, I'm kicked off the channel. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it only started in one episode, season well, three. Guilty on personal. three counts of being dense. I was going to say something dense. You're being charged with three accounts on density. Be like, so, wow, so my, so my favorite, my favorite um, scene. What was my favorite scene? Um, you said you really liked the end. I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. No, don't. Help Did me. you like the Isaiah scene? I thought that was really cool. That was that was, that was one of my favorite. Yeah. Definitely, that was one oh, of my favorite. Oh, you know what? Series. I'm taking that. No, screw you, Karaj. That was my favorite. Just in detail. That was, that, was great, that was a great scene where they walked into the museum right next to uh, where Captain America's crap was. Uh, or the original Captain America. I'm talking about, I'm talking about Steve, Steve Rogers' Captain America, not that dollar store freaking we know. man from up looking person. He hates, he hates John, John Walker. <laughs> yeah. John Walker John, was pretty solid in this episode, John, but we're not going to get into that. So just John tell Walker. us about um, your own. Anyway, yeah. So then Isaiah Bradley, who is supposed to be dead at this point, legally. Legally. Um, you know. Well, so basically, like that whole uh, article or whatever it was, is talking about a dead man, technically. So there's some lies in it, but at the same time, it was great to have his like memory, um, uh, you know, put out. He was exonerated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you, just, you can just tell that you know the actor did pretty well on like he did good. acting yeah. really. Like I, I don't know what the emotion. Emotional. Yeah, like emotional. I don't, I don't know what emotion it is, but it definitely was an emotion. It was very emotional. But yeah, it was it was it was a great scene. I loved it. Karaz, what was your favorite scene? Well, hey, my favorite scene was. One. Yeah, you guys took all the good ones. <laughs> the first um, scene, Scott, or not Scott Karaz. <laughs> I think my favorite scene was when we first see the new Captain America suit, and yeah. how, like you know. Integrating the shield with how um, Sam fights as the Falcon. Yes, I agree. That's a great opens scene. him up to a lot more. Not really. Oh, I want to talk about another scene. Um. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other Captain. See, there's like three different Captain Americas. That I don't okay, no, I said let Sam. Me, let me big man. Big man. I said Sam. Big Let me put this in here real quick. Dense moment. I already know what you said, alright? Look, so that was pretty British of you. We're talking about, like, all right. three talking about the Americas. Look, did you want a crumpet? Would that make you happy? You can sit here Sense and offer me a crumpet. I bet you don't even have one to even offer. Alright? I mean, listen, listen. Do you want a crumpet? I would, but I highly doubt that you have one. Right, well, I've listen. never had a crumpet before, so listen, you don't. Really? I've never had one. Right, you don't right, get right, one. Guys, real quick. Okay, I was okay. trying to say since we were talking about the whole suit and the the memorial for um, what's his face? Isaiah uh, Bradley. Yeah, Isaiah yeah. Bradley. Well, from the chaotic corp. Anyways, no, that's um, not a chaotic corp thing. That's just you being. Yeah, sorry, go on. Dense. Anyways, um, for, those, for those of you who don't know, Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Isaiah Bradley. Actually. I need some water. I'm going to make that my ring Does anybody have any orange slices? Are we allowed to make jokes about Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> no, not in good, idiot. No, no, Margaret Thatcher for the team. Uh, I was just trying to say. <laughs> Scott just wants to kill all of us. <laughs> no, I'm trying to listen to Jordan. God bless him. Go ahead, Jordan. Oh, trying man. to say. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you put it on your glass. <laughs> I'm drinking it out oh. of my Yeti, man. It's heavy. <laughs> a, 
this is interesting. A fourth American movie, fourth American, a fourth Captain America movie is uh, already in the works. Let's go. Yeah, I heard about that. That's gotta be <laughs> not like Captain America. But probably most likely gotta be just like Falcon as you know. It's probably just going to be like him, like in his actual like movie. Hey, hey big man, that he is Captain oh, America. No. You not see the right. ending card? Right. That's what I'm trying to get at. I'm just saying, like, so people don't get confused. Like with Thor, four Love and Thunder. It's not Thor. It's Lady Thor now. It's Jane you Foster. Know, people, yeah. People are gonna get confused about that. So because people are dumb, right? But I mean, I'm sure Thor is gonna be in that movie. No, no, he's definitely gonna be in it. But it's not him as the main character anymore. It's gonna be Lady Thor now. You know, so, but back to what I was saying, for those of you who don't know, um, Bradley actually wore, or was, uh, he donned the mantle of Captain America in the comics, um, which I thought was pretty cool, actually. It is. I like his suit a lot. Um, It's really unique. Yes, it is, actually. I think he, I think when, like, Captain America went in the ice or something, like, he was Captain America for a while, and then he, like, stopped, and then they found Steve, and then unthawed him, and then, I, I don't remember how it worked out, but I just gotta do more research on it, but... Well, they kind of, after Isaiah, they kind of poo-pooed, you know, they kind of put away the whole idea of super soldiers. Right. You know, they just used, um... Isaiah briefly, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not really about this." So yeah, they literally said in the episode five or four, they they experimented on him, which was terrible. I think that they, um, personally, this is what I think is, a, you know, it was the fifties, and people were kind of racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> and so that you know, it wasn't a good look for them. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not a good look. I'm saying. Back then, people were Back racist. Back then, they didn't. Their yeah, standards were, were different. Yeah. <laughs> Are you trying to excuse racism, Jordan? No, I'm just saying, like, it's. Wow, it, welcome it, to Chaotic Corp, apparently. Welcome to Racism Corp. <laughs> I am. We're all comrades here. We're all equal. We all get equal play. This is our podcast. Wait, Tristan, isn't it Chaotic Core now when this video is getting uploaded? Oh, yeah, it's definitely just Chaotic Core. <laughs> Oh, please, we gotta talk about that. I like the Green Lantern Corps, except the only, like, that is powered just by the power of density instead of, like, willpower. The Green Lanterns kick him out of this. Listen, no, 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 let me let me speak, let me speak. All right, no. instead of willpower. It's a horrible no, podcast, but instead of willpower. Freedom of speech, you don't have freedom of speech, it's our freedom of speech. Listen, listen. Our speech. Our lack of freedom of speech. Alright, let's get back to the show now, boys. I want to finish my sentence. No, Go ahead, Cross. Finish your sentence and then instead of willpower. Instead of willpower, our ring is powered by us being dense. Our dense power? Dense power. Dense power! (laughs) And our, like, central battery is just all... No. Oh, we no. said that we're no. Winning. no, we're not bringing that into the podcast, you freak. Oh, we're going to edit that out. I forgot we were recording there. Idiot we sense. We're, recording. we're doing a whole podcast, you freak. This doesn't world. feel like a podcast. We literally started, like, laugh dying while Jordan was trying to I, talk. I know. <laughs> I know. Whose fault was that, Chief? That was yours. You said dead in a way that really messed with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, did everyone get in everything that they wanted to talk no, about? No, I wanted to talk about a scene, but we've been spending so much freaking time talking. Go ahead, and real laughing. quick, Scott. Go ahead. Okay, quick. was that Baron Zemo's like um, was servant? Favorite. Was that his like servant that we saw? Oh, I gotta talk to you about that. No, 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 no. That was that his brother with the plane? No, that are you wasn't, sure? That wasn't him, dude. That no. If anything, no, I, I think it was that woman, and and you said in the last podcast that that was Madame Hydra. That's not Madame Hydra. For those, yeah, it's not Madame Hydra. It, it's it's another organization that's even worse than Hydra. I don't know the name of it at the moment. I thought maybe it might be AIM, but I don't think AIM is you know worse than Hydra. Literally, Hydra was based upon Nazis, so can't get any worse than that, right? So. Of the Soviets, weren't they? No, no it was Nazis. it was not Nazi scientists, but uh, you know, as the Nazis, that was World War Two. So as the Nazis kind of died, died off, 
you know, there were, you know, probably some Russians that got mixed in or other Germans that weren't Nazis, but they decided to keep on Hydra's legacy going. You know, didn't they didn't have to be Nazis, but they were definitely evil. You know, what so was her name? Valerie? I, yeah, Valerie so I Valerie von Tempest, I think. So I, I'm it's close to that. Okay, let's just leave it at that. But that wasn't Madame Hydra. I looked it up and I don't remember who she said that she or who she actually was. She I think she's the leader, you know, of said organization. Like I said, don't know who it is. They're, they just know that it's something that's worse than uh, Hydra. So that's just where we're interesting. At. Interesting. Very Because I could have sworn that guy um, was the same butler Zemo had. Because remember Zemo when he saw the um, the superhero gym, he was destroying it. Oh, okay. So it would make he was trying to get rid of the other super soldiers. Yeah. See, I think that guy, because as soon as that old man literally pressed the button and blew up that that truck, um, then it's it immediately goes to her, Valerie. And she said something, and I don't remember exactly what she said, even though we just watched the podcast like two hours ago. Um, literally, I, I, I think she said something about you know, now all the Super soldiers are dead, or something. She said something that made me think it was her that did it. So, yeah, yeah. Was it you? Oh, sorry, Scott. No, were you talking about the scene with Julia Louise Dreyfus, or you talking about the scene with Sharon Carter at the end, where she's no, 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 not Sharon. No, not Sharon. When they were giving, um, it was literally when they were giving um, uh, John. John, his 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 suit. So his suit, his new suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as Jordan, I was saying though, I'm, I'm I would read here multiple sources just so I know <laughs> that I'm not just being dense when I say this. Uh, so it was Zemo's butler, and it's confirmed that it was the same actor as Zemo's butler. Uh, okay. See, so, <clears throat> it was weird because um, she got a the. What was uh what was her name? V- Valentina. Valentina. She, yeah, she literally Valentina. got a text and she was like, "Looks like our friend Zemo kind of got the last laugh." So I thought maybe she she literally, you know, she literally said, "Couldn't have worked better if I planned it myself." So okay. she wasn't at her hand. Yeah. Sorry. Never mind. I'm just being dense. Anyways, British moment. British moment. Uh, Crumpets detected. What happened, Tristan? Crumpets detected. That was a real British moment, not gonna lie. That was a real British moment. Yeah. Yeah. Now did everyone get on um, what all they wanted to talk about? Oh, yeah, I think we're good now. That was it. Yeah, I don't have a straight thought right now. I I I wanted to talk about one more thing, but I don't know if you guys were down with it. Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. All right. I was going to talk about, like, all of the different examples of social commentary in that series, if you guys haven't covered that already. Social commentary. No, go ahead. Meaning, go ahead, Karaj. Educate it, it, us on what's Explain it to commentary. me. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a lot of authority you're placing on me that I did not ask for. No one's this is, authority. It's, it's our authority. authority. It's not authority. authority. All right, all explain right, it to me. You got me confused. I need to charge my lantern ring. All right, big man. Please. Keep it in one universe. Keep it in one universe. Explain it. It's fine. Listen, I just want to explain to our viewers real quick. Over, we have a Discord server. It's going to be public soon, but uh, we're practicing socialism in it. That's why we're saying our with great emphasis. Um, They're not going to join. Oh yeah, shoot. I meant yeah. Sorry. I need to go charge. I need to charge our lantern ring. It's more of a joke type thing. It's definitely a joke. So don't run. But. At the same time, we're, 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 we're practicing socialism. Anyway, you were literally what, like, it was a joke at first, but I don't think it's a joke anymore. <laughs> you see, we're practicing socialism, but there's literally no exchange of goods going on. So it's just socialism <laughs> in the <laughs> sense that we're calling each other comrade, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, this is interesting. So I've been reading about Valentina Allegra de la Fonte. Apparently, 
In the comic books, she was the um, she temporarily ascended the rank of deputy director, coming becoming Nick Fury's lover. Eventually, she she infiltrated Hydra and assumed the identity of Madame Hydra, though she actually was a Russian triple agent, have, having worked for Latvarian as a sleeper agent since before being recruited by Shield. Latvarian. In the Marvels. Latvarian. Latvet. Isn't that Latvian? Doomed? That that is L- Yes. L E R. Yeah, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Fontaine shares a similarity and covers similar role to Valerie Val Cooper, a government advisor and liaison specialty, specialized in regulation of superhero superhuman activities in the United States, who recruited John Rocker. And that's interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. So, so they, could they could go into... They could bring in. back Hydra. Yeah, um, I, so mean, you, I think so. I mean... I, I kind of always thought that that maybe there's somewhere out there, but not as mm-hmm. big as they used to be. Oh, absolutely. Half of them got snapped away. Maybe half of them died within those five yeah. years. You know, something had to happen. You know, they they obviously were like, "Yo, like stuff's happened. We lost half our men." You know, I I I think I highly doubt within those five years that you know the. I think the crime rate was probably like to an all-time low because there was like, wait, what's the point? There's someone out there bigger than all of us. If if they just decide to snap their fingers again, we're all dead. Feel you know, like so it'd be the exact opposite. See, you think? Oh, you do you think it'd be higher? Yes, because okay. I have done a lot of research, meaning like a lot of reading and a lot of watching of apocalyptic type things because that's what I kind of write is an apocalypse type stories. And um, this whole, like, 50% of the population suddenly turning to dust is very s- similar to um, to an apocalypse and, like, that kind of stuff. Um, so what would happen at first is rioting and looting um, to, a, like, a heavy and, scale. Uh, um, maybe, chaos and maybe a bit later they would be unified and be like, oh, well, there's literally an alien. But... We didn't really see that in Endgame, where it was like, oh, we're going to unify, rebel, find this guy, and, like, kill him. Um, yeah. But there definitely was a sense of, like... itself, but go on. There definitely was a sense of an organization. Like, there still was government, there still was police, there still was, oh, there you know, certain is. things. I'm just saying, at first, with all the chaos, it was... Oh, absolutely. The crime rate was probably at an all-time high. Yeah. I think so, because everyone's displaced and confused. I was going to say, you also lose like half the Avengers, too. Like, you lose like half of all your superheroes in the world, too. Right. So. Yeah. Um, there is something I wanted to add about, you know, the, these, these shows in general um, that they're going to start rolling out soon. Um, I don't know if anyone, any of your viewers have seen the show. Um, like, any of the ABC Marvel shows. Um, but I, I hated them. They are completely (laughs) unwatchable to me, and I'm so glad they didn't do WandaVision and Cat, uh, sorry, I guess Captain, Captain America and the Winter Soldier now. Can you explain the ABC Marvel show? It was, uh, like Agent Carter or uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, yeah, Agent Carter. great. Dude, it literally had, like, Power Rangers CGI. It was so bad. And then... If I may, with 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 Agents of Shield, they literally added the newest Ghost Rider, uh, which was um, no, I can't even think of his name. Uh, he's oh the son. He's like no, no, no. Hold on a second. No, hold on. I'm Nick Cage. Cage. No, Hispanic guy, right? Cage. I will. Hold on. Give me a second. And literally just um, I hear you typing away. Yeah. yeah calm yeah. down, there, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, this is a great moment of silence. Yeah, thanks. I was because uh, I'm literally um yeah. because I wanted to see Agent uh, Robbie Reyes. Robbie, Robbie Reyes. Reyes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They literally had him in that show, which I thought was pretty pretty great. You know, the fact that they went that far and like introduced a new character in the comics that was donning the the you know the name of Ghost Rider. I thought that was pretty pretty he nice. Rides spider he's now. Pretty Jonathan of them. <laughs> he, he rides yeah, that's a, 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 a spider now. Yeah, he rides a giant spider. 
Oh, I think we were having a discussion about spiders last night as well. We were. Oh yeah, we're not we going to do that. Let's not scare our viewers. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know what we were talking about with spiders. Look, you're just making it even more weird now. You would have stopped that discussion of spiders and and been done with it. Only spiders like are Spider Man or Sp- Spider Man. That's not exciting. <laughs> Oh, wait, I can't see that you want to check yourself, Tristan? <laughs> so much yeah, editing to yeah, do. Sorry. I'm sorry, Tristan. Scott. I meant to say multiple incarnations of Spider-Man. There, there's no homophobia in um in Chaotic Corp. Unless there is. I don't know. Ask Tristan. <laughs> there's no room for homophobia here, Big Chief. But there is room for this religious discrimination. <laughs> no. No. We're not talking about that. Stop it! I need I take need, it out and post, big man. All this garage. I'm stamped 23 minutes and 11 right seconds. Now, my mind is not all the way there. Okay, I can't be doing that. Just look at the timestamp and write it down, and be like, "Garage says something did. racist." I just did what I just said. That's <laughs> kind of blank. Uh, and yeah, so I know about like an hour and 13 minutes in, I need to mute myself. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Did everyone get in now that whatever they wanted to well, say? Well, I never got to talk about the social commentary, but, you know, go off, I guess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on, Garage. So, you know, we all like to read comic books and stuff, I'm sure. Do I we? Mean, or at least watch the movies. I mean, and, I like uh, manga and all that, which is basically like comics, but Japanese, but yeah. All right, go be a weeaboo <laughs> somewhere else. We're talking about Americans. <laughs> actually, you're only, like, the wee. He's not a full boo yet. Yeah, wait, we, that's why we're socialists. Weeaboo is weird. It's not, it's not Iaboo, you know? That was bad, I'm sure. sorry. That was, that, that was all. Continue, weird. Ross. Just go continue on your Stop social commentary. That name. I can't find <laughs> that name this, this way into it. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. But, you know, and, and we like to think that, oh, uh, yeah, the government's not that corrupt. And this is where conspiracy theorists, Karash, is going to make an appearance. Um, but this is not Ooh, a like this. because it actually yeah, happened. So we, we hear about, you know, what happened to Isaiah Bradley. And, you know, I think there was 300 of them, if I'm not mistaken, Scott. You probably know. Yeah, there was a large number of them. They all just tragically so, died. God bless and, them. And they told, they, the government pretty much told them, hey, you're getting uh, free health care, you know, for, uh, for, for syphilis or tetanus or whatever. Whatever kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. diseases people would get. Um, that actually happened in real life. It was called the, it was called the Tuskegee, some, uh, not the Tuskegee Airmen. That was a different thing. Um, they, they do mention actually in, uh, they actually, the yeah, and it happened in Baltimore and they gave them all at least yeah. smallpox. Uh, it was just, syphilis. We talked about that in the other, syphilis? Okay, it was one of the diseases. Yeah, the Tuskegee study of untreated syphilis in the, That's uh, it, yes. well, let's, let's switch that word with African American male. Um, and pretty much they would say, hey, you're getting free health care, but it wasn't health care. It was syphilis. And it and went I on for 40 ha- years. Damn. Did it happen in Baltimore? Uh, it happened in Alabama, in the south. Okay, because I mean. there's another one that happened in Baltimore that's very similar. I have to look it up. Yeah. Um, so there were about right. 400 men. Sorry, uh, 600 men that they pretty much experimented on it just to see what would happen. And I guess it kind of shows that, you know, Isaiah Bradley was right and even um sarah uh uh, i want to call him captain america but i'm just going to call him sam just for simplicity's sake sam's uh sister saying you know this country never really cared about people like me and it's i mean i guess i can't really attest to the struggle of african-american people but as a person of color myself you know who would have thought the guy named Karaj would be a person of color but anyway um you know, I didn't know that. It's great to be educated. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like you do feel it in sort of a way, um, at least as a person of color, that, you know, they're not wrong. And and people like to kind of think that they're being dramatic as, oh, it's a TV show. But at the same time, you know, this kind of stuff does happen and it and it will keep happening. And I think that this social commentary is important to have because sometimes people won't listen in any other way unless you put it in um, sort of an entertainment kind of form. And they'll go and look up, you know, about the 300 soldiers and uh, Isaiah Bradley and all that. And they'll 
and maybe they'll find a link to the uh, Tuskegee syphilis study and find out, like, hey, the government has done just as shady stuff in real life as they have done in the comics. It's just wasn't directed towards everyone like it is in the comics. It was more so directed to already uh, marginalized groups of people. And, I mean, I think Carly also has a point to be made that, you know, the the what we call borders today are just made-up lines that these countries agree to respect at each other. And there really shouldn't be anything if someone is displaced and they need help stopping them from seeking that help. You know, she just did it the wrong way. To I agree. Hey, wow, Carlos, those are very deep and profound. I also, really give credit for that. There's, there's also one more thing. It also represents that the uh, maybe committees aren't really the best way to solve things because committees always take forever. And we've seen that, you know, they, they've said multiple times that the GRC has been almost completely ineffective in sending supplies and teachers and, and food and stuff to these people who are, you know, in these camps, you know, and obviously it doesn't explore the full scope of what happens to when someone's displaced like that. Um, but it does, it does kind of give some kind of perspective into the real people's um, because even right now we have a lot of displaced, uh, you know, refugees in Europe from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Um, so it does kind of give you kind of a, uh, uh, limited view and hopefully people can do their own research and find out, you know, Hey, this is pretty messed up what the government has done been do doing to people and what the government still does to people, um, who are already marginalized and not just our government. I mean, everywhere, all over the world. You know, so I think that it's important to have this kind of social commentary in entertainment forms um, because it, it does help send a message. That was very, uh, that was very nice, Karaj. I'm very, I'm glad that you brought that to light because uh, I don't think anyone of us would have gotten that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think a bunch of white men would have said that. <laughs> Now, Scott, not uh, racist. Uh, racist yeah. But... yeah, that's oh. kind of racist, Scott. <laughs> all, right. A little bit. all right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. I think all that's right. a wrap. All right. That's a... Yeah. That's, that's a wrap. That's um, it before this gets even more... Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I want to yeah. say to the viewers, thank you for listening to our Season 3 okay. podcast. Um, yeah, that was awesome. We were literally founded upon podcasts uh thank you for everyone yeah, listening this, this far in yeah it's been it's been great um you know we thought that this season was gonna last like i think like 12 episodes or so yeah we thought we it was gonna be episode cool. six uh we are gonna have bloopers there isn't gonna be much bloopers but because <laughs> like we, i only recorded bloopers for like see sorry episode three and then this episode has bloopers um and there was, like, a voiceover. It was kind of funny. I did, like, a voiceover for our last episode because it got copyrighted. I was like, hey, guys, I'm Apollo. Uh, last thing got copyrighted, yada, yada. There was, like, there was like probably two or three takes before it actually was, like, put up there. Um, I have the other things where I said, like, I am your Apollo and stuff like that. It was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that sounds great. I can't wait. Next week, yeah, oh. we're going to have some bloopers but it's only gonna be like for a few episodes that we recorded um previously and we so footage from uh our dear old co-host over here but yeah what were you gonna say scott i'm sorry so uh, since we finished the series out of 10 what would you give the overall series Ooh, i'd have to say maybe like a seven or eight because yeah. um yeah 7.5 I was thinking like a strong nine because I because there's I only like didn't like one episode because I just feel like it dragged on. Maybe like episode um, two. Yeah, it was two or three. I can't remember. The, but well, there I was think definitely three was like the best one because that's when he snapped. I, I think it was like two. <gasps> that's right. I can't remember two. Yeah, dragged on. So there's definitely little slow points, but overall characterization sticking to the comics. I'd have to give it a nine. Maybe like a solid eight point five. Yeah, have to be really realistic. For me. I have to be real with myself. Mm -hmm. What about you, Crush? Um, I think 
there were parts that I liked um, a lot, and there there wasn't really anything I didn't like in the series. Um, there were things I wish they did differently, but there's not anything where I'm like, yeah, this this makes the show less enjoyable for me. So I'd have to give it a good nine out of ten. Okay, nice. Nice. Hopefully, Disney hears this, keeps up the good work. Hopefully. Well, they're copying our videos. I'm sure they're listening to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, you rich pricks. All right. Oh, that's going to get added to that. We're getting more Jordan. You're welcome. Anyways. Yeah, thank you for listening. And uh... yeah. yeah. You can find Jordan on Twitch at Hot Pocket. What's it, 61? And um, yeah. you can find us, me, Courage, and um, Tristan here at Chaotic Corp. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen, and take care.